0: Anyway (laughs) (laughs) Mike's Daily Podcast The last podcast was called Tape And this is FF episode 2659 So Mike's Daily Podcast Do we call this one Records? I don't know Tape records I don't Can't think right now It's too Difficult to think when you're singing on the fly. I don't know why I have to swallow and say Mike's Daily Podcast. Okay, I guess we got that through that little song. That was one of my more artistic, kind of artsy songs. Mike's. Hey, I'm going to have a daily band. That met at an art school in San Francisco. I'm going to have my first band on, my first interview in an into an interview, as I call the segment. I have not done one of these in about six years. Oh, I know it's going to show, but that's okay because I can't wait to bring it to you. It's going to be probably Monday or Tuesday is when I'll do it, but yeah, looking forward to that. It's been a long time. I was someone reached out to me that I don't know who they are. I guess they promote new bands and groups, and they took a chance on me. They go, "Oh, would you like to have our band?" I go, "Sure." They they sound great. They're a bunch of local people, well, most of them anyway, and I think they, they they've got some potential. So, I will do that. If you're not into listening to me interview bands... Look, let's be honest. Most of the, the bands, the band interviews are horrible today. Well, Why were your influences? Well, of course, I'm going to ask that question. Because, you know, you're going to want to know that. But I want to know, what is it really like to be in a band today? To be young and in a band. In this world of all these different ways to promote yourself. In this world of... You get instant feedback and here 's today 's podcast picture and that may not be so welcome. The podcast picture is from Lake Chabot in Podcastro valley it's I think it's, what, what Monday is when we did this, and i 'm standing over by some ducks <laughs> see it at mike 's Podcast dot com and the cool inside of the Hyatt in San Francisco if you 've not ever been. You should definitely check it out. And if you aren't going to go there anytime soon, go to mikesdailypodcast.com and you'll see a picture of it and you won't need to go. And then I've done that all for you. You're welcome. So if you're listening to this, ah, the late great Basil the Boxer, he went to Lake Chabot with me many a time and wanted to chase the geese and the ducks. Sorry, ducks. Yes so if you're listening to this on the 18th which you probably are it is national fajita day with so glorious and when you order them in the restaurant and they show up on that sizzling skillet Fabago things to do things to do maybe you want to wash it down with the other thing it is today national pinot noir day or n- not generally fajitas Margaritas, Right? Am I right? Yeah? No? Woo! It's also National Ice Cream Pie Day. Might want to have that for dessert. No. You will travel into the incredible universe. A Mexican food restaurant. My gosh, of course, it's flan. But yes, National Ice Cream Pie Day. And, you know, they name a lot of these holidays like this where they name I mean, a particular day companies, organizations, industries will get together and, and rally to get a day on the calendar, put on these national day calendars. Well, mail order catalog day is today, and that just is sad because the mail order catalog has pretty much gone the way of, well, goodbye. The internet is here, Amazon's here, all these different websites are here that you can order stuff from. Get through that. I got into it. <laughs> Once upon a time it was a thing National Mail-Ordered Catalog Day today, and if you would, uh, I know in some parts of the country they would use those because they get them for free. They would use those as toilet paper. So is it National Toilet Paper Day? I don't think this so. This show is clean. If for ha, perhaps if perhaps, pretty much, maybe that's the word I wanted to use was perhaps. If that's a reference to my cat Rocky, the cat, he's got lots of fur. Perhaps it is the 19th that you're listening to this. I think that's Saturday, isn't it? Yep. Guess what? The 19th is National Potato Day. Wow. Let's hear it for the potato. What will we do? I was just watching one of my favorite YouTube channels, and the guy was at the Potato Museum in Idaho. Of course, it's in Idaho. And it just had every possible thing you'd want to have About potatoes Including a restaurant Kathy's Corner Kathy's Corner I guess I don't have to go there now Because the guy did a pretty thorough video It was a lot of Oh look, there's a collection of Potato Heads Mr. Potato Heads Oh look, here's Potatoes And And they're important Impact on America Actually it from what it said They originally came from Peru And the Spanish colonizers Took them And brought them back to Spain And then somehow it made it to Ireland I don't know At any rate There you go Potatoes Okay, So it's no small potatoes What's going on in the world today With all kinds of things happening with the world, with the with the thing that Mike is talking about, that's what what's he talking about? Well, I'm talking about getting out there and trying to ignore all the sadness that you see in the news and enjoying walking your pet. You know, I mean, people you know people get stuck on stupid. You know. What so, I mean? did you know what the pet most pet friendly city is? Now, this makes no sense to me. I guess. Well, Scottsdale, Arizona, is what it says. I'm not sure exactly why. Isn't, yeah. Has the most pet businesses per square root of the population. Oh, okay. Bans mutations. 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 Mutation. Mutation. I guess the, the city with the fewest pet businesses per square root of the population would be Newark, New Jersey. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Anyway, Indianapolis and Fort Wayne, Indiana, have the lowest monthly dog insurance premiums. (laughs) 39 bucks, basically. That is 2.7 times lower than New York City. Miami has the most veterans. I'm sorry, veterinarians. Not the most veterans, but veterinarians. The most are in Miami? What? Per square root of the population. And that's also more than Newark, New Jersey It's gotten almost a hundred times more than Newark, New Jersey Poor Newark, New Jersey It's tough to have a pet there And Columbus, Ohio has the lowest average veterinary care costs For the annual exam It's only $40 bucks. That is 2.7 times lower than Plano, Texas That has the highest yeah, the highest veterinary costs are in Plano, Texas, or is it Plano? Mike is on it, man. Man go where no man has gone before. We love it, A $109 there. That's about what we pay here in the Bay Area. Yeah, so it says uh, number one is Scottsdale. The least pet-friendly would be Baltimore Maryland, it says. Hmm. And that is from the people there at Lawn Care. They do these things. Oh, they used Wallet Hub. Ah, Wallet Hub was where they. So, okay. Thank you for giving me over 90.5 million U.S. pet owning households have spent $136.8 billion last year on their wonderful fur. Perhaps Companions So Very good Wallet Hub Sent that to me They got all kinds of interesting information There on Wallet Hub So adopt adopt Many animals in shelters and rescues Need permanent loving homes And the cost to adopt an animal from a shelter or rescue Is significantly less than purchasing an animal From a pet store or breeder Never I hate saying never but you know we really need to adopt the, the the animals that need to be adopted, that need to be rescued. I guess all animals need to be rescued, but they're just they should not. There should not be breeding facilities anymore. It's, I know it's a complicated situation, but this is Mike's podcast picnic. That's how it needs to be. What's it say about rabbits? While puppies and kittens are adorable. Shopping for an adult pet will also Likely mean they have had their initial vaccines And are sterilized Yes, yes. adopt the adult pets Adopting your new pet From a shelter or rescue will also provide Pets who are vaccinated and sterilized And adoption rates are often lower uh, Than breeders Or pet stores So they need all the help they can get Um, Dang You know what I'm going to hang on to this email If you would like me to send this to you this is very helpful. But I can forward this to you if you want. Just email me Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. That came from Diana Polk. <laughs> Excellent. All right, and one other interesting factoid because that's what we want to do is give you some interesting factoids to help you with your world. In all the craziness And haziness And Mike does this Display-ziness of stuff Elon Musk Is turning off Tesla buyers I heard somebody A talk show host just Pulverizing Tesla owners today How come they're so snooty And when you get some When you get behind one they drive so slow Oh look at me I'm saving the environment With my little Tesla. Ooh. This electricity is coming from the sun and only from the sun. Uh uh. If if only that were true. That electricity is coming from some sources you would not be too happy about, eco friendly friend. Elon Musk can be polarizing to say the least. So far, It hasn't really impacted Tesla's stronghold on the electric vehicle market. Musk has had numerous controversies like the acquisition of Twitter, calling it X now, shoulder rubbing with certain political figures, his anti-vax stances. MTV News. You hear it first. I don't know what what this means. oh, Saying Taiwan belongs to China, talking with Putin... And so on But regardless of some worsening opinions of Musk People buy and drive the cars regardless Just go to Fremont, California And every other car is a Tesla Well, Tesla has a plant there So early EV adopters Have been less financially motivated And more interested in a unique vehicle That's futuristic Thus automatically pulling them To the Tesla Future waves of buyers are going to Lean more on what the price tag says And what makes sense to them Price wise, Tesla is slowly losing market share, though. Tesla has also had the longstanding advantage of its supercharging network, their supercharger network, which is all over the place. And now, like if you want to charge your car, no matter what it is, if it's not a Tesla, but it's electric, you got to use the Tesla supercharging stations. And Americans are flying abroad in droves. I don't know so much now since school's back in session, just about everywhere in America, but the competition for travel dollars is heating up, and the U.S. is losing out. Airlines and hotel chains in recent weeks have reported a surge in bookings for international trips, along with rising prices. That's a boon to companies with global offerings, but it's a challenge for airlines and for theme parks and hotels that are more... The Royal Trump Tweet Decree. And more focused, within the United States. So, international airfare is averaging a little less than $1,000. That's up 10% from last year. And it's up from 26% from before the pandemic. Domestic airfare is falling. Round trips within the U.S. are down 11% from last year and 12% from before the pandemic. At an average price of about $249. Room rates for European hotels averaged about $150 in the first half of the year. Up 14% from last year. And one other interesting thing. All these facts pulled from Rob Black. He has the Rob Black Show podcast where he talks about your money. Very informative show. I produce his podcast so... I got a little tip about this and I wanted to pass it along to you. U.S. hotel rates, by the way, rose only about 6% from the same period a year earlier. So not too bad, but just, yeah, 6%. And the rise in international travel is good for passengers who are looking for deals closer to home. But then again, be careful because people are getting COVID when they fly. And I know this for a fact because of someone I work with just... Came back and had COVID, and guess where he went? He went to Hawaii. Guess what island? Yeah, he went to Maui. He came back from Maui just before the fires. Welsh on the world. Warren Buffett says he's not worried about the downgrade in the U.S. economy from Fitch. Did you hear about that? Or. Our U.S. downgrade credit. There are some things people shouldn't worry about, he said. And this is one. Yes. And let's see. Oh, Moderna gained a 1.5% boost on the COVID vaccine outlook. And finally, pizza influencers are wanted. All influencers. That could be anybody can be an influencer now. There's so many platforms to influence on. I will never be an influencer, (laughs) partly because I will never go on TikTok, but you can get $100,000 to make content for pizza delivery apps. Oh, no, wait, one pizza delivery app in particular, and that is Slice. Slice assisted over 19,000 pizzerias to get online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley, look who's here. Hello, McMatthews. It's Kelly, Hugh Hard gift shop supervisor. I'm an influencer giving $100,000, McMatthew. When you are man, sometimes you wear stretchy pants. Um, I, it's not me, it's Slice, so... Okay, Mike Matthews. And I'm also going to influence people to buy my snow globe. Look, here's a pizza snow globe, Mike Matthews. Oh, yeah, look, there's a little piece of pizza in it. That's kind of disgusting. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the floor man. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. All that was fascinating stuff. Mm-hmm. It's almost the end of the week. Yes, thank goodness. But it's been a, bunch, a much better week in that I... Had a lot of people out because of COVID and had to fill in for people. So it was a lot busier last week, but um, I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm noticing a considerable amount of calm happening. So I'm taking it and running with it and enjoying it. And lately, my lovely lady friend and I have been watching a lot of videos about Lisa Stansfield. She was this artist that got really popular in the early 90s, late, I think it was 89 her first song came out. That was, well, that got popular called Been Around the World and I, 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 I Can't Find My Baby, that one. And I, I didn't realize that she was in a band called Blue Zone. Ah, Blue again. And we got the band Blue Topia coming up on mo- Monday or Tuesday, somewhere early next week. But Blue Zone was the band she was with initially where she had a song that got kind of popular called Jackie, Jack, Jack, Jackie, say that you'll be the, man. Oh, yeah, I'm so no, nobody remembers that, but I do. When I was my, one of my first internships in radio in the mid eighties, I remember hearing that song. We were playing it like just a couple times. Cause it, was just coming out it wasn't getting popular but we're giving it a chance and it didn't nothing happened to it in santa barbara california but there you go that's the latest as i'm i've been told i say that a lot at work apparently i say that word a lot too perhaps perhaps we'll wrap it up next show it'll be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster, if you would like to call in and comment about anything we covered today, you can call me at 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, it's a friend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye!